Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Mark and Sarah. Talk about songs. Oh, hello, listeners. It is time to go through the initial matchups in Florid and Fabulous, that very special division of the March Mastis Tournament, to determine the best British band of the 80s. As a reminder, if you have not heard our full explanation of this tournament, please do track down our episode that we recently released that gives you all of the details. But the key things to remember, you can vote now in the open polls for this division uh, at Facebook. And if you are a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com slash then you can vote again there. We do encourage you to vote Chicago style. That's twice, twice, twice for your favorite candidates. And early and often. Early, early and often. often. And uh, Sarah, I feel that this is, in a way, our most stacked division. I don't know how you feel about that. I I agree with you. I think we're going to see some surprises. I think we're probably going to see the winner come out of this division. Who it will be, I can't say. Uh, I can tell you. First of all, links to everything will be in the show notes for this very episode. So if you're listening to it in a podcast app, scroll down, click vote. Second of all, if you want to talk to us about this stuff, please try to remember to use the hashtag MarchMastAss. We'd appreciate it. And uh, third of all, if you are looking at your um, bracket right now, um, or our bracket, I should say, we are on the bottom left-hand side of the bracket. Well done. Yes, good point. For Florid and Fabulous, shall we begin? Yes. Uh, now, I don't think that our number 16 seed is going to win but I am pleased to say that number 16 is Bronsky Beat. They are a key queer group from this period. Uh, they have some very, very good uh, gay-themed videos. Uh, and I, although, honestly, Sarah, I only know of Bronsky Beat more than I could sing you any of their songs, if I'm being honest. Um, same. And this is where I would usually, if I knew one of the songs, take one for the team. But... Um, mostly I know of and am uh, sort of admiring of Bronsky Beat as being uh, one of the few out acts of this era. Um, yes. But they're up against number one, Duran Duran. And honestly, that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bye, boo. Bye, yeah. girl. Even if they were like, but we want a Grammy. Uh-huh. Did what, you? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if they did, but. That's cute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that is cute. It won't matter. Um, her name but is Rio, a- and she's dancing on your face. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but we founded Doctors Without Borders. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but we have a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, that's it. <laughs> I'm hungry like the wolf, so don't come for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much that. Uh, what's our next matchup? Ooh, this is a little bit more emotional. This is New Order at number eight versus Banana Rama at number nine. Oh my heart! I know what? this is oh. this is roof stoof. Um, I once again am responsible for the rankings in each region, and I did feel that as a sort of past masters respect issue. For New Order, they did have to be at number eight, but I'm pretty sure Banana Rama is going to walk off with this face off you uh, uh, oh. i mean they're my venus they're my fire i mean banana rama gave us venus they gave us i heard a rumor they gave us robert de niro is waiting if you know that song <laughs> uh, i forgot about that one 
And they gave us Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. The I most mean, important overalls of the entire music video era and of the they 80s. Really, it really is such an evocative song. Like You really get that sense of the shimmering sidewalk, which for mm. like British nationals, like how do you even know what that's like? Yeah, seriously. like You haven't had that much sun ever, but you got it I all know, in this right? one video. Yeah. Um, and then they, one of the members of Bananarama, Marcella Detroit, went on to co-found Shakespeare's sister in the 90s, which I love. And as you mentioned in our last episode, you can't ignore the things that you know about these bands and what they did outside of the 80s. And that's another thing I love about them. But then at the same time, New Order, Bizarre Love Triangle, Blue Monday, True Faith. I mean, these are all incredible songs. So... Every time I see you falling, I get down on my knee. It's a cruel, cruel, cruel. I mean, oh my God, my heart. So y'all, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there is an argument to be made that New Order actually belonged in our previous region, Moody Mm. Broody, but I think they would have been ranked like around the same Mm -hmm. there. So... I mean, this could go either way. This is why these things are fun to do. I'm looking forward to hearing from the listeners about what they think of this place, this placement, this ranking, and whether they're just like, you know what? Uh, it's Bananarama. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, meanwhile, we've got number five, Human League, going up against number 12, Soft Cell. And with Human League, I think it, this is just comes down to Human League has three songs that were hits. Soft Cell has one. Now, Soft Cell's one hit, Tainted Love. Oh, Tainted Love. Oh, oh. and it was in a commercial. I mean, this is one of those in um, the actual NCAA realm, you pretty much always predict your upsets in the 512s. Because mm-hmm. that's where they tend to, tend to happen, 512, 611. And I can see Soft Cell... Um, I could see Soft Cell beating Human League if people remember, because there's a bunch of bands like Soft Cell, Naked Eyes, that they all sort of like run together in the mind. Mm -hmm. And they're clear in my mind because we've been prepping these episodes. But I think maybe if enough people remember that Soft Cell is Tainted Love and love Tainted Love, this could be an upset, I think. It's not impossible. I agree with you. Um, But then if you think about... Don't You Want Me, the song Human. I'm only human, a flesh and blood I'm okay. made. And the batshit crazy song. It's flesh Keep... and blood I'm made? Yeah. I always thought it was flesh and blood, colon, a man. I did too for the <sighs> entire time that that song was out in the 80s. And then when I looked at the lyrics. Oh, uh, man. It is a flesh and blood I made. The things that I am learning, and we haven't even gotten out of the second region yet. Um, all right. So I take it you're calling this for Human League? I would have to, because there's also the batshit crazy song, Keep Feeling Fascination. And do you know that one where he goes, and then the conversation turned. And oh, then the yes. I didn't know down. that. I don't think I knew that's what it was called. But yeah. That, oh, so uh, yeah, good that's and weird. Bazoo. Now, the next one is more of a, we're just glad to be able to remind you that Kajagugu existed uh, experience. Hush, hush, shy, shy, hush, hush, I, uh, uh, and also the lead singer of Kajagugu, Lamal, 
one named Mononymous, uh, <laughs> went on to sing the song, the theme song from The Never Ending Story. The Never Ending Story. Ah. But Culture Club is at number four. What else is there to say? I mean, I have this marked as a possible upset, too, and I can't exactly articulate why. Huh. I think that is. But I think that for some listeners who were not as, um, like, were born later or born earlier or just, like, aren't crazy about Culture Club, which, I, I mean, Boy George's vocals are given every, all the other sort of personal life garbage that he has you know stacked up around himself unfortunately um due to uh addictions at al his voice is fucking amazing and these are like they're such good songs they're so like smart and efficient and slick but not in a bad way and i mean i could be wrong but i don't think it's impossible that's all i'm gonna say I, meanwhile, am willing to make a bold prediction in the other direction. I feel like we might be surprised to see how far Culture Club gets. Like, if I, Culture Club, I think that's a legit opinion also. I think that if, could also happen. I don't know. The way that this bracket is arranged, we could, in short order, have Culture Club going up against Duran Duran. And there, I don't know. I don't know yeah, who I would... I actually don't. Well, actually, I do know. <laughs> because there will be a like d squared sing- signal that goes up on the internet somewhere and the duranis will come <laughs> even if they never heard of us don't listen to this don't give a shit they will come so there... i think that when you end up against duran duran if there's any danger <laughs> there will be like a protective you know that foam that they spray on the track at funny car racing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Culture Club will not be able to cut through that. The thunder you hear is the sound of thousands of platform heels racing for their computers at the same time. (gasps) While wearing plastic see-through tiny backpacks. (laughs) No shade. I bought one at Daffy's and I wore the hell out of it. Um, Shall we move on to our uh, next matchup? Now, this is number six, Erasure, versus number 11, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And Frankie Goes to Hollywood had one of the key t-shirts of the 80s. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, look, I love uh, I love their big hit. I yep, am actually gonna, I am actually going to vote Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Sarah Bunting, you <laughs> are sitting here before me and our Lord and telling me that if you had to cast a vote between Frankie Goes to Hollywood and Erasure, you would choose Frankie Goes to Hollywood? If I ha- if if the ah! if you and God are like the biggest hit from each one, you can only listen to one from now on. I would pick Frankie. Oh my God! Also, that was a really important fucking T-shirt. Don't get it. <laughs> Frankie twisted. says, "Relax." Frankie says, "Relax, motherfucker." <laughs> well, it was I mean, definitely. Look. I mean, def- it was definitely a um, act up dog whistle shirt that I think was important so yes it was it was but that's I mean, not listen. why i'm voting for it I, like i'm not gonna sit here and be like but politically like that's not why i just like like that bridge oh my god it gets me every time every time i'm sorry Look, i'm sorry I'm our pod marriage is ending on this but <laughs> we had a good run <laughs> three <We> whole years <laughs> we're recording this on the anniversary of our first real 
inkling that this podcast should exist. Yes. Um, and, and, if, and now it's all bl- got blown to shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, listen, I, we're, we've made it through so much. I Nothing's going to stop us now. But to quote a song that we weirdly haven't yet talked about on the podcast. But anyway, uh, I could never Didn't we? Vote a, didn't, didn't we talk we? about that in our three-pack of Starship oh, songs? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Matt and Mariah recommend... Right, we did. I take it back. Take it back. I take it back. Look, we have uh, just regular episodes. We're up to like 137, so it's... It's hard to remember. We lose track. It happens. Yes. Um, we've talked about Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, but we haven't talked about I've Had the Time of My Life. They were both Oscar nominees in the same year. It gets confusing. Anyway. Yes, we did. Dirty Dancing episode. <laughs> we did a dirty dancing episode with the shundas oh god you're right no but we talked about patrick swayze um, oh yeah we All did right. uh right. she's like the wind we did obliquely of course reference you guys sorry we're getting way off track we've got a lot <laughs> of episodes sorry shundas we'll we still love you so much okay uh the swayze is what we called patrick swayze in that episode yes the swayze oh, uh okay so speaking of may he rest Erasure. I vote for Erasure. I think that's clear. Next, we have number three, Wham, R.I.P. George Michael. We've talked about you in our episode on the song Freedom 90 with our divine friend Tara Ariano. And they, Wham, uh, the quote-unquote band he was in with Andrew Ridgely, (laughs) is up against number 14, Bow Wow Wow. I want candy. I want candy. Eh, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, I do want candy, but I want careless whispers way more. And um, some of you will recall that I predicted Wham to take this whole thing. Um, and now that I'm looking at it and looking at what lies ahead for them, if they get out of the first round, I feel like that was a really stupid prediction to make. But I don't know. Like, as we keep saying... People are voting not just on this band, but on everything else that is around whatever band it is. And I like that George Michael documentary has stayed with me in ways yes. uh, um, large and small and pretty and sad. And I I think Wham has the has the stuff to go the distance. And I certainly don't think they will have any trouble dispensing with Bow, Wow and Wow LLC. Uh, uh, cosign everything. Now, our next matchup in this bracket, our division, is XTC versus Level 42. And, uh, Sarah, I believe you have a clip of an XTC song. I do. Um, XTC, I sort of experienced much more in the 90s. I pulled a clip of a song that I was actually a little surprised to learn was from um, a late 80s album, Oranges and Lemons, which I think is probably their biggest 80s output. Um, I love them. I love their 90s stuff. This does have sort of a 90s sound. Um, I also love that level 42 song and like all the many weird remixes of it. Like you never hear the same version twice from 80s compilation to 80s compilation. It's always a little bit different. Yeah. But I always love it. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen here and XTC may get through based on its 90s stuff. But I wanted to pull this 80s clip because this um song merely a man kind of typifies what i like about this band here's a clip
I just Damn, love everything about song. that song. Right, right. Um, that's merely a man. I you don't even hear the like trumpet break on the bridge here, but I was so taken with this guitar and like how this um, presages some of the best like um, not grunge, but like grungeish indie stuff of the early '90s that was a little more poppy and um, just like easier orally to listen to. They're a great band. You don't necessarily hear that much from or about them anymore I wouldn't say um you know no clip on level 42 I do love that song too but I I gotta recommend XTC so uh I feel like XTC is a band that every time I hear any of their music I always love it and I need to know more about I need to be paying more attention to what they did because the song Dear God is amazing I first heard it because Sarah McLaughlin covered it and then I heard Mm -hmm. their version it's so good they also have a song that was a huge hit from this album, actually, Oranges and Lemons, called uh, The Mayor of Simpleton, Sure, which is such a good song. But uh, for those who aren't remembering, the Level 42 song that we're talking about is called Something About You. You know there's something about you that Baby. makes me that makes me want to find And then there's like all those. <laughs> it's a watermelon, it's peas and carrots. Carrots. You know there's something about. And th- that is something. such a fat, juicy Casio. It's, it's good. Oh, God. You did a really good impression of that because it really made me hear it. Well done. Thank you. Well done, Casio uh, imp- impersonation. Cass Sarah. <laughs> You've been brought up on charges for impersonating a Casio. <laughs> Guilty as charged. So our final face-off in this division is number two seeded the Pet Shop Boys versus number 15, Wang Chung. Uh, and wh- Okay, well, I want to hear, should we hear your clip that you asked for from Wang yes. Chung? Because I can't wait to hear your um, narrative for this. So, listen, the Pet Shop Boys are incredible. West End Girls, what have I done to deserve this? They wrote the theme song for that crazy movie that we talked about, Scandal. Um, they, uh, Their cover of You Are Always On My Mind is Oof, the brilliant. definitive version, in my opinion. They also wrote the unbelievable song, It's a Sin, which oh. is a song about the hypocrisy and homophobia of England in the 80s. Like, they made fucking killer... And it Dance was such rock. a good song, too. Yes. Like, it wasn't just like, an important song. It was just good. It was a good break. The Best Revenge is a political song that is also an incredibly fun song to dance to, and they win. Uh, and there, honestly, there's no way that Pet Shop Boys is losing this, but I just wanted to to spare a thought for Wang Chung. Obviously, we remember Everybody Have Fun Tonight, Everybody Wang Chung Tonight, and Dance Hall Days, obviously, is oh, yeah, a song I forgot that, Dance that Hall was days. good. Well done. But Wang Chung had another top... Dance Hall Days peaked at, I think, number 11. Uh, Everybody Have Fun Tonight peaked at number 2. And then sandwiched in there was Wang Chung's second top 10 hit, which reached number 9, called Let's Go! Exclamation point. And I just wanted to honor that this song is awesome. And here is a clip from Let's Go! Me and we'll 
I don't ago. think I knew that was them. I yeah. love that song. That song is such a banger. Ages ago, when I did one of the first few installments of my new songs, You Need series, I listed this one as a throwback that you need because I had uh-huh. never fucking... The only reason I had ever heard this song is because sometimes I go through my chart books and I'll see a top 10 hit that I don't know. And so I listened to this and I was like, fuck, this song is great. So though I would never suggest that I think they're going to beat the Patch Up Boys all due respect to Wang Chung and their surprisingly rich and varied back catalog. And let's face it, if they were in maybe another um, region, they might have ranked higher and had less of a beast to defeat. Um, But yeah, let's face it, you know, in in this division, you have to be real florid and real fabulous. (laughs) That's that's how that goes. Um, All right, folks, thanks for... um, listening to our uh, Florida and Fabulous region uh, breakdown and make sure to vote both on Patreon and on Facebook. Hashtag March Mastas. This is Mark and Sarah. Talk about songs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.